listening to All Time Chatter podcast. Welcome to season 5 of this new year. In this season, we will be diving into a lot of philosophical questions with our guests from all over the world. I hope you will love this new season. So you read by the title of who our today's special guest is. She's someone who is like my big sister whom I look up to. She is just an amazing person. And when I talk about Navreen, she was one of my first guests on this podcast when I started this last year. And right now having her back just refreshes so many memories. She's a very talented writer. She has published her first book named Mosaic. And when it comes to her writing, I personally feel really attached to it. And I cannot emphasize how great of an author she is. She's also a sociology graduate from the University of California, St. Davis. She has also completed a master's recently this year. And also she's one of the first generation Indian to grow up in the US. So she actually has a lot of stories to share in here of her parents' life immigrating from India to the US and a lot more. So we will be talking all about in this episode. I hope you will love this chat between me and Navreen. And also we'll be diving into a lot of philosophical questions, which I never did in my previous episodes. So hope you will love this beautiful chat. Let's move forward into it. Welcome to this new episode and welcome to this new season. You probably heard the intro before. And today I have one of my oldest and one of my favorite guests in here. She was one of my first guests ever. But and I cannot emphasize how great she is. Y'all So let's welcome Naveen Randhava in here. Hi Naveen. Hi Sudeshna. Oh, thanks so much for that lovely introduction. You're so sweet. I'm so um I'm so happy to be able to come on your podcast and it's been it's such a it's such a privilege and yeah i'm so excited for today <laughs> yes we both are so excited and you so Navreen, please introduce yourself so our listeners can get to know you here yeah of course um so uh, my name is Navreen, um and i'm from sacramento california um and i'm a grad student um and last year i published um my first uh, poetry book called mosaic um, and it's about um, kind of different human rights issues along with like different themes of like growing and healing. <laughs> yes, and I cannot emphasize how great of a writer Navreen is. We will be coming to that. But first of all, if you all don't know, Navreen is also an Indian who grew up in the US. So Navreen, you would basically have a very different lifestyle and background growing up in the US, especially in California. So how was it growing up in there? Yeah, um, great question. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, growing up, since my parents, um, my mom and dad, they're from um, Punjab, Ludhiana, um, and they came here, like, I think my dad came in the 80s, my mom came in the 90s, um, so I, growing up here, um, I didn't really, I knew I was, um, you know, Punjabi, um, that my parents um, were Indian, but I wasn't really, like, I thought that was, like, I, I wasn't really, I hadn't really thought about it because I just thought, okay, well, um, you know, I was growing up in America and, you know, um, so we didn't really like have too many like um, Desi friends growing up just because like the areas we like went to school in and stuff, they weren't very diverse. So, um, you know, it was like, it was great um, and just being able to like, because we did grow up with like a lot of um, different communities from different cultures. So finally, you know, being able to 
in middle school um i think was the first time when uh, my older sister and i we did our we went to our trip um to india for the first time and it was so amazing and i think just as i've gotten older i've become more connected with like you know we would go to like the gurdwara and like you know meet with like family and friends but like i've kind of just I've been, i'm so proud to be um of india like um have like be of indian heritage and punjabi heritage and you know as i've gotten older gotten older i've like appreciated and reflected on that like so much more so yeah i mean it's been great um growing up in a um california it's very sunny so definitely can't complain <laughs> and this earlier also for the people who read our q and a that do you ever like felt like you were one of the left out kids during the primary era, era of your school life um during my primary school you know it's interesting i never not so much that like i felt left out i think more so that like it wasn't until i went to college when i went to davis where i was like oh my gosh i saw they see people for the first time so this time i was like so like <laughs> schools i went to before they were diverse so i was just like oh my gosh like they were still wonderful like i had great friends but i think it was the first time when i went to college where i really felt like at home just because like you know you're like surrounded with other kids who is also parents mm-hmm. the first generation american so you have like so much in common um but yeah like i for my for the question like for primary school not so much i was one of those like little wallflower kids in class like i was a little bit more shy outside of class um i was like so talkative so um it was like oh, it was pretty good um i do know like some friends who um like sometimes did struggle because like um they just felt like you didn't really fit in and i feel like me too like in middle school too it can be so easy to feel like that but i think just being in your adolescence it's so normal to go through those phases so yeah yes i'm like uh, while just listening to you, i'm just waiting when i get a lottery ticket and come to california to just meet you one day yes you have to come and we're live right now, so this is recorded so yes you yes. <laughs> yes i yes yeah. like listening to you i feel so motivated so like uh, after you like she just completed masters right now so what are your future plans like what do you want to do further yeah uh, so i uh, i was kind of hoping kind of looking cuz i love like content creation too but then like i went to school for so my undergrad was in sociology and right now bring in um public policy and political science I'd love to work somewhere in this a government policy job but at the same time I would love to also um go in like the arts and like content creation and like writing and hopefully directing I think that would be so great so somewhere along there <laughs> wow like I guess your field of writing is So let's move on to my favorite one is mosaic. So what inspired you to actually write that book and when you were actually writing those initial days uh, of each and every page how was your journey throughout writing that book and finally publishing it to the Oh yeah okay. Um yeah so um mosaic I was working in 2017 I was um working on a um student film festival it was kind of for the united nations um it was like a youth film festival about like and the topic was like um what do you think the like what's the importance of diversity in like migration 
Um, so I was kind of like working on that video for like a couple years. And then from that video, um, I just kind of thought of like mosaic because I was always really passionate about like human rights issues and like, like the importance of diversity and like people, like cultures just like coming together and like, especially like during that time in America, kind of like the election time, so a little bit like, um, the environment was different. It was, um, you could tell that there was like a lot of like tension sometimes. So I thought like, I remember reading something and it said that this is the time where like artists kind of get to work where like sometimes like the environment, like political environment isn't always great in the social environment. Um, so yeah, Mosaic was kind of just like inspired first from that like student, um, student film I was uh, making. And also like, I think the experiences of women and like so many, um, the experiences of different women that they have because I remember you know, a couple few months after like the Me Too movement started and that kind of just felt like a little sign from the universe I was like okay yeah this is like so important to be talking about um because like growing up you know you hear so many stories of like women and like the experiences they have but then um you know they feel these they're not in situations where um, they feel empowered where they can come forward and just kind of like talk about their experiences. So, you know, this book was definitely, um, really and yeah, just kind of like, um, you know, different like human rights issues and just kind of like all of that together. Yes. So like when you were writing this, was that like some days or some weeks when you were like really, um, frustrated or like you were really tired of just writing every single day and arranging of these things or were you just very passionate and you didn't get any days free and you were just you kept on writing right yeah I'm so it's so oh yeah so funny like it's like I'm so like so weird so when I actually when I started writing <laughs> I was like so I was so excited and like because that's when I had like I was at Davis so um after like doing my homework I would just like actually the first summer in 2017 when I started like I got I remember I got a notebook from Target and I just like kept writing and writing and writing so it just kind of felt so important to me I was like no 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 has to like this is gonna happen um but like so writing and um drawing like that was like okay and sketching um because I never felt like I, I just loved it it's so funny when I was about to publish it and like promoting it that's when I was just like oh my gosh like that's what I felt like <laughs> like um not like lazy kind of just like um kind of burnt out I think just from like you know um working on it. um because I loved working on it so it was not like so much of like working on it was fine like promoting it that's when I was kind of like um that's when COVID happened so I was just like oh my gosh you know this yeah but it was a great process. <laughs> yes. So, like, how your parents, they got to know about Mosaic and you publishing it, probably their reaction have been awesome. Oh, yeah. They've been, oh, my God. They've been so great. Yeah. So, I didn't actually tell my parents that um, I was working on um, a book. I think my mom might have known oh, a little. <laughs> yeah. So, kind of like, I, I kind of waited until it was, like, done to kind of show my mom um, copy of it and oh my gosh I think that's why like um I think especially as kids like like you know our parents they've worked so hard so it's just it was you know much so I, it was just so amazing to be able to like show them that and 
you know, I think I still have my mom's reaction on video somewhere. So it was really, it was really cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very excited. Yes. I love like staying in the US to like you, you know how your parents struggle to get alive in such a great country and like the way you always respect and tell about them in every talk is something. Oh, these will be. Or aren't like Indian parents, they're just the best. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, like we know like how hard it is for both parents to go to a foreign country and then manage everything on their own for their children and for themselves during that time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um and yeah, for um and that's another thing that was like so inspiring to me. It's kind of like you move to a completely new place um and you don't know the people, the language. You just create something new and I think that's like I feel like that's such a great um like for all parents like that's just so great for kids cuz it's like it just inspires you it's like okay well like the sky's the limit like cuz our parents did it in a different way you know Yes like you always talk about your parents I also want to know that how uh, like their struggle how much have it inspired you because they probably told you their stories of shifting to the US and why they shifted and all so you also share your experience in Europe how their journey inspired you personally okay. Um so yeah I think you know I I was always I just remember since I was little like um I have an older sister Manoa and my parents like they would always just like, the important thing is just like you know just like being independent and like school and just like kind of like you know like the importance of school they really like kind of instilled in us early on and just like you know I think that's kind of how like I was just I just remember that always being kind of like something that stayed with me and I'm sure I could speak from older sister too so you know I've just been so inspired by you know just them being able to come and like a lot of my aunts and uncles too um just them and my friends parents like seeing them just coming to like a new place and just you know building something so new and it's like in a country that's like completely foreign where you don't know the language or the people and they're able to like this is and you know it's so great so I, I think definitely like um they've just really I I feel like sometimes with parents who've immigrated like they don't tell you all of the struggles cuz it's like they kind of want to protect you from that um they don't want mm-hmm. you to know about but you know I it's just it's kind of like everything you kind of do you just want to make them proud so yeah <laughs> parents are great <laughs> so before moving to like my poems question and all do you ever feel like immigrating from the US to some other countries or you just feel like staying in there and working there for the rest of your entire life. Ooh, okay, I love that question. Yeah. <laughs> I think so crazy. I never like kind of viewed Yeah, I think I just I don't think I could see myself living outside of California like permanently, but I think I would be open to maybe for like 6 months or like a year to year and a half like temporarily. I think it'd be cool to like live in a different country. Like that's always been like a dream i think that'd be cool or even for a few months certainly <laughs> like some people don't want to leave their own country forever but like staying for one year or few months there will be a great experience as you get on to travel to different countries yeah i think that would be so neat and even like i remember when i came to india like um it was ludhiana i believe that was so great like oh my god right in front of my puaji there was like these coca cola stands and we would just always go there and like golgappe pani puri sab kuch it was amazing <laughs> oh my god 
and like the food is just amazing in here and especially when you talk about punjab the food is so spicy over there <laughs> right oh my gosh yeah. this makes me want to get go to india and have some gold with you <laughs> yeah like when we shift to delhi and if you ever come to india just ping me up i definitely will <laughs> yes read few of your poems from your book before we move into our philosophical questions for you i really want to hear your poems and our listeners too are waiting for it of course okay so okay this one is uh, okay so this is my mosaic is kind of broken up into four parts of um darkness rising shattering and lightness so i'll go ahead um and here i kind of have this little saved right here okay so i'll go ahead and read this this is from um the light light Um, and it's called Our Way Forward. Um, okay. So, I close my eyes and I see a picture. A dream of colors as brilliant as they can be. Bold, brave colors of all shapes and sizes, quietly humming their untold masterpiece. These tales are sung to them quietly and is realized through them living out their dreams. Each of them carries a different past, just as unique as the magnitude of this feat. I am one out of millions they say and each of their voices are helping lead the way. Yes, this is a dream meant for all to breathe and it is in this life that we will achieve. Wow. <laughs> I I cannot express whenever I hear your voice and you reciting your poems especially this part when I heard last year I just cannot. It's so good. Oh, it's <laughs> oh that's so sweet. I just um I this poem I um I wrote in December of 2017 and this was kind of I remember like um it just being I just remember feeling like it was kind of a time where like the importance of like like nationally there was kind of like the importance of like like diversity and like um like young people kind of coming together and kind of like unite and saying like you know all of our stories are important and you know we're going to help make this environment more like equitable and like you know everyone has something so important and beautiful to share so it was kind of like inspired from so yeah oh, thank you so much <laughs> do you have any other one to recite um yeah i'll go ahead and yes, let me please. go i think i have, okay i have one Naveen, can you hear me? I cannot hear. Yes, yes, I can hear you now. Oh, perfect. Okay. Okay. I think yeah, my phone froze for a second. Okay, perfect. Okay, so this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So this one is um okay, I'll start reading it. Okay. Um a foreign land in a new country with no familiar faces or sounds and an ocean away from everything you have ever known or held the memories of your mother come every now and then but you're not sure if you will ever see her again arriving and living just above the line with a baby on the way and sure of a future that you cannot define the only things you know of for sure are those of hard work and sacrifice while rejoicing in your children and casting the shadows for us aside You created a life with this hard labor that keeps from the fruit of your hands. 
We are proud of your journey and we praise your strength to no end. So here's to our parents who put it all out on the line in the hopes of giving us shine. Wow, this is like you clearly have referenced it so nicely with your mother and your father too. Like this is like so nicely written and we can clearly understand that you're referencing your parents. Oh yeah. Yeah, this one um it kind of inspired just from like um seeing so many like like parents and like of course like um just kind of like coming to like like um immigrant parents just coming from a new place and even some of my friends who are like their parents are from like Mexico and just seeing them come from like just you know wanting so much so much for their children and you know coming to a new place and just kind of like starting something i think is so wonderful so it was just kind of like an ode to like like our parents and just like everyone and yeah <laughs> i guess like your book should be the best selling one because the way you write it is it just holds so much of emotion which i guess very few people can present it really well even if they are big authors some people just cannot present it well and you have presented so many emotions together into one book wow well thanks so much lovely oh no you so sweet um yes say so yeah, you were saying something oh yeah and then i think um yeah that was that yeah no perfect <laughs> um <laughs> you want another poem i'll see if i can find one yes yes okay let me see i i want Okay. Okay. Um okay. All right. So this one I wish it's kind of like a picture of the world. Um and then this was was in the let me see what section. I always forget what section things are in. Um okay, I think it's in rising. Um so I'm going to Naveen, your voice <laughs> again went numb. Okay, yeah, I think my okay. There you go. Can you hear? Yes, now it came back. I'll see. Um, so yeah, I think I'll just go ahead. Um, this one just because like I'm sure with like um so many of like viewers and like I think right now with COVID and stuff, it's like there's so many things happening right now. Um, and along, you know, in like different countries and like around the world. So okay, so this one has like a picture of like the world and. It says, um, you lent a hand, a listening ear, gave reassurance in the face of stigma, and this may have been the greatest contribution garnered here. Because the truth was within these moments and could be seen within your eyes, you provided a safe haven, a place of rest, so there was no fear for their coming sunrise. Wow, I will cry. Oh, oh I'm so I'm yeah. <laughs> it's, um, this one was kind of it was just kind of inspired by like you know how sometimes like you know in life there's so much that can happen like there's so many different obstacles yeah. and some you, know, you go to someone um, or somebody just kind of like you go to someone and like you sit with them and you talk with them and you they lent you a hand and they gave you a listening ear and they gave you reassurance and you just felt so like seen and heard. And I think that yeah. it was just, like that, like the importance of that, like kindness and that, just like love and like being there for people, um, and being there for yourself too. And because I think it, just like being able to be a safe space for someone, um, you know, especially like sometimes like in the world, um, there's like there's so much that there's so many forces, different things that can happen. And I think that's like 
the most beautiful thing that we can be for every like be for one another is just like showing up for people and making them feel like they're not alone and I think that's just yeah it was inspired from that <laughs> yes and like if you have a if you have your own podcast write your these poems because then I hear your voice is just so soothing when you start reciting your poems oh that's so I'm so oh that's so sweet I'm so uh, glad to hear that that's so sweet thank you so much <laughs> yes so I'll be moving to my favorite philosophical questions which I have for you you probably don't have any idea so I would love to listen to your answers because probably you have a lot of experience in life till now plus uh, you can give uh, definitely you can briefly explain your point of view in these things okay sounds great <laughs> this is so cool I feel like I'm it's so weird Sushma I feel like even though you and I like we're so far from each other I feel like you're in the same room you're just like on a couch it's weird to <laughs> <laughs> yes I just feel so good like comfortable talking to you like we know each other for so many years it just feels like that yes it does <laughs> so my first question is what is the meaning of good life according to you oh okay oh wow um yeah it's a good question you know I think I think a good life is one where I think that you're happy and I know that's a very oh, let me like it's kind of a vague answer but what I mean by that I think kind of like the purpose of life is kind of like love and happiness and it's kind of like do like what you like the things that you want in your heart and like how you want to live your life and how you know you live with your family and friends and like that's all like aligned I think like a good life is one one where you're like of use and by that i mean like you're kind of like of use to like yourself and you know you're like the hero of your own story and you're so passionate about like wanting to create a life and a life for yourself and like um your loved ones are also um the, the being of help to other people um so i think you know a good life is one where you know it's yours so i think a good life is unique in the sense of like it's different for everyone because everybody has their own dream and everybody has their own story and everyone has like their different things everyone has different things that make them happy so i think just a good life is one where you follow your heart and you know you you're happy and you're happy in the everyday in the journey of um building your life um and just kind of taking it day by day and you know trying your best and um just like enjoying um and being grateful for like every day so something along that line yeah for sure <laughs> yes like the way you just started with a, a good life with according to me mean that being happy that is like the most key thing which we don't always get to be happy in our life and that is very hard to stay happy every single time right yeah for sure i think yeah i think when it comes to i think it's so important like i think happiness isn't like um like i think it's important like it's not like um kind of like ta- like a forced happiness like i think it's it, it's totally normal yes, exactly yeah it's i think it's kind of like it's totally normal not like there're going to be times where you know if you're feeling sad or you're upset or like there's different things going on totally welcome those emotions in because you know it's so important to feel all your emotions but it's kind of like uh talking yourself through those emotions and knowing that like it they're not going to stay forever and 
and um, just to kind of like be which can be difficult, you know, when like, but I think just being aware that like um, at our door, so it's like sadness might come in, uh, you might be unsure, but like knowing that you know this too shall pass, and um, just kind of trying to find the silver lining out of situations. I give wisdom and the great answers you give to this. Like I was thinking the same in my mind. I'm like so good, fine. <laughs> so the next one is: Do you believe that is there a cause for every event that happens in our life? Is there a cause for every event that happens in our life? Like, is there like um, is there like a reason behind it? Like, do you believe that every single thing in our life happens for a reason? Oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. I was just talking to this <laughs> with my own. Perfect. Yeah, you know, I think that's such a good. Wow. Um, I don't wonder. I think that I do think that I do to some extent believe in like Ismat and like destiny and how everybody has mm-hmm. something written for them. Um, in like their like their like life journey. Um, I think that, but it can be, I do think that everything, to some extent, I feel like everything does happen for a reason, but I feel like it can be so hard, especially when like something like difficult happens or like hard. And then you're like, oh my gosh, but why is this happening? Like, this isn't fun. Yeah. Yeah, So I think that to some extent, I think everything does happen for a reason, but at the same time, I think sometimes it's just like a way to kind of I feel like that helps you get a, a go through life courageously because then you're like no like every experience like I can use to like further myself and it's kind of like growth mindset but everything happens for a reason that's that's a hard one I'm a little <laughs> stumped like yes. I, like my follow-up question for you was like do you also believe in the day Yes, I yeah like um in um but in Punjabi it's uh, we call it like Sanjog. So we'll talk about how like Sarajana that like oh I'm like saying Punjabi <laughs> like everybody has like <laughs> um I know my Hindi like oh my gosh I would love to like practice that too because I can speak but yeah. not <laughs> I I do believe that everybody has um a destiny and everybody has like their unique destiny. Um, just because like sometimes you like learn about people's lives and it's like wow like you know they went through that and then that led to that so it's just kind of like everybody has their own story and to some extent yeah I do think that like sometimes like things happen for a reason um, but I think it's hard to it's kind of hard to um, in like Punjab there's kind of this um, it's kind of like a proverb where, proverb where it's kind of like you're walking along the road and you don't know what's going to happen on the road but um, you're in good faith. So, um, yeah, to some extent I do. But I feel like that can be so tricky when, like, things become difficult. Because then you're like, wait, wait, why did this happen? Or, like, something really hard happened. So, yeah, it's kind of like both, I guess. Yes, like, uh, destiny's meaning are, like, different examples. That they're, like, suppose a student had a really great foreign country but for some reason he tried a lot but still for two years three years either his visa got rejected or he himself had some medical difficulties so he could not study and his wish was just broke. 
so people say that maybe it was not written in your life so that's why it didn't happen that's why you could not go abroad even after you having so much of money so maybe that's destiny yeah that's like really um great example that you said yeah i think yeah i think especially like sometimes like cuz now when i look back at my life i remember there were certain things that like like some you might have like a goal or something and then it doesn't happen yeah. closed door but you're walking along that path and another door opens instead and that's the door that was really meant to open you know if if i'm explaining yes. that correctly yes yes it, yes i can understand yeah so sometimes like um i feel like um reject rejection or anything it can be like redirected so it's actually like redirecting you to where you're actually supposed to be like it's kind of like wherever you are right now is exactly where you're meant to be kind of like and just to kind of keep faith in the process and um yeah so i i definitely do believe in like um destiny and like um you know and how like sometimes certain things happen for a reason to open another door that you may not have seen or um think that would open yes like for a little example like we started talking back last year and then we recorded this time maybe in the future we can actually meet in person who knows maybe in the us or maybe in india so maybe that will be our destiny yeah you know it's been like exactly you said it so wonderfully because it, it's been like a step by you know first we met and now we're recording and yes that's definitely the next step we're going to make it happen we're going to tell the sinjog or destiny angels it's happening <laughs> so this one is my favorite question i always think about it is do you fear death oh wow <laughs> i love how we jumped into that one. <laughs> um do i fear death oh wow you know i think it's not so much that i fear i think more than death i fear living a life that's not full of love you know in like living and like living to the fullest if that makes sense like it's like yes. death is kind of this oh my gosh i can't believe it <laughs> my mom's going to probably like why you <laughs> Hi mom, if you're going to listen now. Um so yeah, I feel like you know, it's so interesting cuz it's kind of like um you know in Sikhism um I'm I'm Sikh and we were just talking about like sometimes like when you're at the Gurdwara they kind of talk about how like mm-hmm. is it's kind of like everyone's born and like the day they're born like the day that they're going to pass away is like written and just you know everything is just kind of like pre-written it's kind of like that's like um one of the beliefs and it's kind of like it's like kind of like death is kind of like natural in a way of like everything that's come one day is going to like move on. So it, I mean right now I'm saying it but like sometimes I start thinking about it like not so much of me but like you know loved ones or like family I'm like oh my god no cuz like this the thought of it so um so I think more so like I don't think so much about that but more so I just kind of think of like I really hope that I can live um continue to kind of live a life um where it's just kind of like you know you're you're just living kind of like back to the first question you're living your unique um version of what a good life is for you and just really going after your dreams and just spreading love and just being there with you know being there with everyone and just you know keeping on keeping on 
if that makes sense yeah <laughs> always like sometimes this strikes my mind that what happens actually after death like what will happen where will my body or where will this thing go and i always think what happens and that scares me a lot Yeah, I know I know what exactly what you mean so that cuz like sometimes it's like I'll I'll wake up and I'll be like it's not so much of like something happening to me but it's like something happening well sometimes it's like you kind of think about like that but then it's like something happening to like like loved ones and I'm like oh my gosh like I don't it's so like uh this is so scary but um I think just you know everyone having I think sometimes like spirituality like helps so much and like you know if people like um have like a um i think you know just like being more like comfortable in like reading about it and just like not reading about death but just kind of like you know um <laughs> just kind of like i think talking to like um like loved ones about it and just kind of like just like living life and not you know worrying so much about what's going to happen in the future but like living your best day and yeah <laughs> Yes. I I feel like you answered so nicely when you had no idea I would ask such questions and I guess like you should also write kind of like a wisdom book and we will read it for sure. Oh my god. <laughs> You're too kind. No. Yeah, I, we would have we would we would have to you and I would have to work on like something together a piece in that. <laughs> oh my god, that would be great. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And also like I would like love to have you for another episode sure maybe the next year in the summer time so that we can talk more about something philosophical. Oh my gosh, yes, I would love that. I think philosophical questions are so great because it's kind of like it's a date like the the questions that you like kind of um talked about today or like shared were so great just cuz like I think sometimes with philo- like in the day to day it's just like you're so busy between the and like doing this and like your to-do list that you kind of don't have time to kind of think about like the deeper questions in life and you know just and it's so great to being able to like um sometimes when you do have the time to like talk about that with friends or family or just even like this moment right here it's it's so great um or with like people so yeah <laughs> yes i would like move later into my last word and advice next thing that i really want to ask you because you are like kind of like a big sister kind of like someone could give me or anyone else an advice so if i keep a situation in front of you like suppose if uh, you are someone or it's a partner that you love but they don't love you back and they don't know that you like them and later in life you see them being with someone else when you don't get to express that you like like them or love them that situation will you let that person go or like how will you manage that thing like how would i approach that okay so oh wait so the question yes, so uh, it, no it means approach that person by saying that you love them and they don't like you back but mm-hmm. still they like you but they don't love you so much so like how will you let go that feeling because that is just one person your heart is for and how will you let go that thing in the future Oh so oh so the question was kind of okay oh, so to make sure like I got it so the question's kind of like um if you're with someone and you really like love this person but this person isn't mm-hmm. so about you um and they like someone else how would you let go of this person Yes like you're not with them like them or love them 
gotcha oh my gosh do you know what this is like this should be this is a great I feel like in social media and kind of like the era of dating everything's so online now so <laughs> this is like very good um that's a good question I think you know I always like I love reading I remember once I read this um oh and it was kind of like you know life you know there's so many things in life that can be mundane don't let love be one of them and I think that you know it, it's I think that if you really like someone but they're not really giving you the same, like they, I feel like they're not giving you that same energy back. I think, although it can be so difficult, I know like easier said than done. Mm-hmm. I think it's to kind of like move on because it's kind of like you deserve to be with someone that makes you feel like you're like, like they make you feel like so special, which people you are, you know? So I think that like just kind of, moving which can be difficult because like you may like really like this person and it's like you have so many like genuine feelings for this person but the other person is like kind of like not really too sure about you like they like you but they don't like you know you feel like it's not at the same level I think just kind of like first asking yourself like what is it that you want like how would you want to be in a relationship and how would you want that relationship to look like but um also just kind of yourself like you know what do you think like you like, I think it's kind of like people accept the love that they think they deserve. So I think it's so important to like first, you know, before getting into like a relationship, if you haven't done this step, just like getting to know yourself and like, um, like having like a really high self-worth. So, you know, you know, you deserve to be with someone who makes you feel like magical and like the only person in the world. So <laughs> I would definitely say like to move, like just kind of like, be like hi like I really care about you but like I kind of I have something different in mind because like I want to be with someone who you know like it's kind of like makes you feel if that makes sense yes like the thing in my mind is I don't know if you'll agree with in life sometimes if you love someone a lot and maybe that person don't love you back maybe seeing them happy forever will be your happiness at the end of the day even if you don't stay with another person maybe at the end of the day you just want that person to stay happy and successful in life even if you cannot be with them yes exactly you said exactly yes that's perfect because it's like if it it will hurt you from inside that you are not being with them but still i mean what can you do you cannot force that person yeah and like what you just so wonderfully said I think that true love is wanting the best for the other person even if that person is a man yes yes that's what I said yeah yeah so for sure I definitely do think that which I think is so beautiful it it kind of it can be heartbreaking too in the same way because it's like there's so much like love someone but then it's like you realize that you guys aren't you know for some for whatever reason but then it's like you still want them to like go on and like live like the best life and you know and that's what love is you know it's happiness wanting like happiness for the other person and so you love- yeah <laughs> yes so we will move to unofficial talk later let's hear some last words which you have for our listeners in here Navreen any advice and also last words which you want to give to the listeners or anyone Wow. Okay. Um, I think just hi listeners, if you're listening. <laughs> um, I, I think, um just say 
Um, I think more so like kind of I'm kind of in this space too, um, where it's kind of like, I think just um, some words of advice would probably just be to um, really, I think just like love yourself and go for the things that you uncomfortable um, and just like not, don't be like, don't be afraid to like, you know, ask for what it is that you want in your life and just to you know, write down all your dreams and just to like go for it. I know sometimes it can be like, it's so much easier said than done. Um, and there's, it can be so like sometimes like that imposter syndrome or like whatever it is that's like holding people back from, you know, um, going for the things that they really love, but really like just to every day, if it's just even a little, like a baby step, it doesn't even have to be dream. It could be like something else that you really want to do. Just like every day doing one little thing that, um, like stepping out of your comfort zone and then it just kind of becomes easier and then you're no longer like worrying about it so yeah just kind of like um, make sure that like you know you kind of are like the leader of your own life and just kind of going after what it is that you want and makes you happy <laughs> yes and uh, like when we did this Q&A part, there was such a positive response because that was like when I started my podcast and I don't know so many people would love this. And they were like, why there is not an audio version for it? So now we have this audio version. So I guess like people would love listening to Navreen and definitely I would have Navreen back because like I always love the genuine conversation like we have. So we will have Navreen back for our new episodes in the future too. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's been, I'm great. I would be so excited to do that. I've had such a great, lovely time on this podcast. It's the best. It's, it's on my little sis. She's the best. So definitely 